I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Pressure Growing on FSG by Sam McGuire. The transfer window isn't officially open, but the dagger is already out for Liverpool owners Fenway Sports Group. Three weeks. That's all it took for the mood to go from euphoric after a fourth-placed finish in the Premier League meant the club were just two positive results away from a place in the Champions League group stages. There was a bit of relief thrown in there for good measure after it looked as though the Reds might come undone in the second half of the season and miss out on Europe's elite competition. The final feeling after the 3-0 win over Middlesbrough on the final day of the season was hope. Hope that a Jurgen Klopp-led side with Champions League football in tow would be enough to convince some of the best in the world to join the German manager's revolution at Anfield. Three weeks, as cliched as it sounds, is a long time in football. Once the seed of doubt is planted, it's hard to stop it flourishing. Just ask Anakin Skywalker. The bitterness is all-consuming and all-powerful. It stems from FSG implying that money would be no object this summer. Yet here we are, just into the second week of June, and the reports are already claiming that the Reds are balking at rumoured fees. Paul Joyce claimed Klopp will look to spend big in the summer, and the Reds' boss will have the largest transfer kitty in the club's history to spend. The Liverpool Echo backed these reports up by revealing the club could spend as much as £200 million in the summer transfer window. New chief executive Peter Moore attempted to temper the expectations of the fan base recently by basically saying just because our rivals will spend big doesn't mean we will. It's about wise investment. He's right, of course, but it's hard to forget about reports suggesting Klopp had a £200 million war chest. For Liverpool fans, it once again feels like a bad case of deja vu. As hard as it is to try to ignore the Virgil van Dijk debacle for a moment, if reports are to be believed, the club have shown an interest in sporting Lisbon's Jelson Martins, started negotiations with Roma for the signature of Mohamed Salah and bid for Lazio centre-back Stefan de Vrij. In all three transfer situations, Liverpool have tried to lowball the selling party, which isn't the smartest idea when, for the most part, it's a seller's market. The selling club can name whatever fee they desire, and if the buying club wants the player, then they have to pay it. If the buying club think that there is better value for money alternative out there, then they risk getting an inferior player. After all, if he was better, he would have been first on the list. 
right? It's not like going shopping for, say, a TV. If you want a 42-inch TV, then you can just go shopping and find the best deal. At the end of the day, a 42-inch TV is a 42-inch TV, no matter where or who you buy it from. However, if you're into gaming or watching films, then you want a TV with better spec. It's no longer just a 42-inch TV. You need the screen size and the requirements to ensure that you get the best picture for your needs. There's always layers to it. And the more specifics you put in, the more options become limited. There's genuinely no other market in the world like the football one. There's so many layers to player identification. It literally comes down to the finer details. You have to take into account the personality of the player, the home life situation of the player, the impact you think he would have on the squad both on and off the pitch. If he's top of your wish list, then it's for a reason, and you should be prepared to pay the going rate in what's quickly becoming an inflated market. Martins has a 50 million euro release clause, and the Portuguese club are notoriously difficult to haggle with. Meaning, if you're showing an interest in the winger, you must be prepared to pay the release clause. However, reports suggest Liverpool don't even want to part with 40 million euros for him. The Salah situation isn't quite as clear. Different outlets are reporting different valuations, but the one constant is Liverpool won't pay what Roma want for the attacker. The Serie A side don't have to sell the Egyptian either. They have other assets they can cash in on. It's the second time the Reds have refused to go all in on the winger, having tried to negotiate his signing back in 2014, but missing out to Chelsea after dithering. Liverpool aren't in the same category as Manchester United when it comes to spending, but how can they spend more on Ivan Perisic than we're reportedly prepared to spend on Salah? According to Sky Italia, Lazio rejected a £17 million bid from Liverpool, with the Serie A side valuing the Dutch centre-back closer to £30 million. The Reds are basically going in 50% under his valuation. He's been named as an alternative to Van Dijk, who would have cost us anywhere between £40 and £60 million. If he's second on the list after the Southampton captain, then he must be rated fairly highly. A bid of £17 million seems offensive when you look at it like that. The owners take the flack for the recruitment team they hired and for not acting like a big club. It's those in charge of the purse strings who ultimately make the decisions on player transfers. If they feel a player isn't worth the quoted fee, then they aren't going to pay it. It's as simple as that. From a business point of view, they may have a point, but from a fan point of view, it's the club yet again failing to walk the walk, having talked the talk. The owners promise to back the manager, but it appears anything over £35 million makes them feel a little lightheaded. Klopp delivered, and now it's time for FSG2 as well. So many of the discussions that you guys are having out there are based on information which we can't really guarantee is true, and reported valuations which we equally can't guarantee are true. So you're left with a lot of moving pieces there, a lot of different moving parts, and none of them we can be sure of the veracity of the detail within them. So the speculation then that comes as a result of that seems doubly redundant, doesn't it? Because you don't know whether the facts that are being reported are accurate, and you don't know whether the responses from the clubs that are being reported have ever even happened. So what we do is we start to trust certain journalists more than others, the ones who seem to have been leaked information in the past or been fed information or whatever way you want to put it. And that leaves certain journalists, I think, with a kind of a whip hand when it comes to stories like this for the news outlet that they happen to write for. And so can you really trust 
that the stuff that's coming from them is 100% either. It's probably one of the most lucrative times for an awful lot of places at the end of the day. And we're all familiar with the concept of clickbait. Now, I'm not casting aspersions on any of the journalists, certainly none of the ones mentioned here by Sam. I know an awful lot of people, including uh, Sam and myself, who try to write a little bit about it and try to base stuff only on what we've heard or what we actually think might be real, as opposed to the usual sort of fantastical nonsense that you see. But it is a minefield and it is speculation. And people should, I think, treat it all with a healthy disrespect and perhaps not get into quite the state that they're getting themselves into um, over what has been reported as definite facts and figures when nobody really knows and by the way if you do know any of these people who are responsible for tweeting at the owner's wives why don't you just uh, give them a little bit of a slap around the back of the head because that's one of the most pathetic things i've ever heard of but back to sam's piece and the reputed and reported bids and lack of bids and low balling and all the rest of it let's just see what happens um i really really hope that's not the case and i hope there's no truth to it uh but it's been reported so often that people are starting to take for granted and people are starting to get very frustrated with the way that our owners are doing business let's wait until it's officially business time and we can judge them then but even as i'm saying that i can hear <laughs> howls of derision from certain corners and i can't say i blame you let's start getting some players in soon lads thank you for listening to ai audible you can read this episode's article along with many others on anfieldindex.com you can download our ai channel app on ios and android you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.